0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We all like to eat, but good cuisine does not come easy. Baking takes lots of time and effort. Today Jesus speaks about a baker working hard in the kitchen to mix yeast with three measures of flour. The yeast thoroughly mixed in with the dough eventually makes it to rise. And in due time, there is delicious bread for the household, but only in due time. This familiar scene is one of two images in today's Gospel which teach us about the spiritual reality of the kingdom of God. God's kingdom on earth is the Catholic Church. And just as yeast makes the dough rise up into good bread so also must we baptized members be that yeast we must edify others with good example edify with virtuous actions and words that is building up the kingdom of god here on earth in a world which is spiritually starving we must feed the people we meet each day with the bread of divine truth and charity. And this Thanksgiving time, as we prepare our kitchens for baking, let's also prepare a recipe for spiritual nourishment for the soul. And let's begin that recipe with salt. Salt was a valuable product in the ancient world. Salt gives good flavor. It preserves food for a long time. Salt was even sometimes used as money. Because of this importance, salt became a Christian symbol for God's truth, since our Lord called his apostles the salt of the earth. In the traditional rite of baptism, the priest exercises and blesses salt, which is then placed on the child's lips, while the priest says, Receive this salt which is a symbol of wisdom. In a world of insipid antics and self-seeking pleasure, God feeds us with the heavenly knowledge and beauty which alone can satisfy our hunger for happiness. In the text of the liturgy, in spiritual reading and study of doctrine, we must store up this heavenly salt in our souls so as to be ready to spread a little bit of this salt each day in conversations when there is a good chance that it will help our neighbor. Discreetly give advice to a co-worker or colleague who hesitates about doing the right thing. Patiently give instruction to a young person who does not know any better. Let's spread a little spiritual salt. Steer the conversation away From unhealthy subjects or from talking about other people. Speak about topics which uplift rather than tear down. Spread a little spiritual salt. Encourage people to speak to a priest about their questions and doubts. These conversations, when we spread a little pinch of salt, these conversations can then have a good flavor had a positive effect on souls, rather than insipid gossip and tasteless complaining. Don't be afraid to tell people that you will pray for them, or say, God bless you. They might be surprised at first, but probably happily surprised. Perhaps you can even tactfully invite someone to come with you to Mass. or someone to accompany you to see a beautiful church where confession is available. Perhaps offer a little birthday or Christmas gift which is a spiritual reminder of the Catholic faith. Perhaps a subtle hint. In whichever way God inspires you, give a little spiritual salt. Promote divine truth in a world which is starving for good spiritual food. As Catholics, we must know our faith and be ready to explain it, at least a little something of it, in a simple way, to the person we meet on the street. This means that we must keep up with our catechism and often do spiritual reading. And to find the right words, we must also be people of prayer. In daily prayer, God will give you the wisdom and the confidence needed so that you can spread that little pinch of spiritual salt. If you pray, you will see. However, we we must be careful not to add too much salt all at once because this can spoil the whole meal. Instead, add just a little salt at a time here and there. A little goes a long way and sometimes less is more. So be patient and watch for just the right opportunity to add that little pinch of spiritual salt. But salt and savory foods alone do not make complete cuisine. What is a good meal without desserts? St. Francis de Sales, patron of the Institute, he has this motto for spiritual cuisine. He says, Cook the truth and charity, until it tastes sweet. God's truth is for the good of humanity. God wants us to be holy so that we can be happy. But if we present the truth to others in a way which is bitter or distasteful, they will not eat, and they will go away hungry in disgust or discouragement. However, with a little sweet touch of cheerfulness... With a smile, you can, little by little, win others over to God's truth by attracting them to its goodness. And if they are not completely won over, at least they will have more respect for you. In the end, the sweetness of charity always prevails over a sour attitude. The sweetness of charity makes us courteous and polite, even in disagreements. The truth tastes sweet when we offer sympathy or encouragement or at least a listening ear to those who need it. The actions, words, and sometimes even the silence of charitable people can frequently teach the truth of the gospel in ways that no sermon or lesson ever could. Charity is truly that spoonful of sugar which makes the medicine go down. But let's not be too indulgent either. Too much sugar can spoil one's health. We must sometimes mix a little salt in with the sugar. These are times when we must avoid human respect by courageously speaking God's word in truth and action Remaining calmly, firm in the face of criticism without giving in to the easy way out. A little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. That is the recipe. So ask yourself at the end of every day, what kind of spiritual food did I serve my neighbor today in my words and actions? Did my negativity add too much salt? and not enough sugar? Did I omit something good which could very well have edified someone? Would I myself want to eat the meal of words and actions which I served to my neighbor today? Would I myself eat what I dish out to others? Here at the Shrine of Christ the King, we are called to feed souls here in the neighborhood where God has placed us, and to build up the kingdom of God by spreading devotion to the infant king far and wide across our nation. And if that seems like a tall task, well, just think back to 2004, when our community began as a small, minuscule mustard seed with two or three people in the pews of the upstairs chapel in this previously abandoned rectory and church. And since then, that mustard seed has grown and grown, making the shrine community a beautiful tree in that Chicago forest which we call Woodlawn. And in my frequent travels, everyone everywhere asks about the shrine because they are inspired by what God is doing right here. The branches, the branches which were damaged by the church fire, they are now growing back thicker and more numerous than ever before. Thanks to the graces of the liturgy and the devotion to Christ, our infant King. So today and every day, let's continue to share God's gifts and fruits with our neighbors. And this charity for others will bring down God's blessings upon us as today we distribute food and clothing to the needy. Let's pray that God plants the mustard seed of Catholic faith in their souls as well. A pinch of spiritual salt, a little spoonful of sugar, and patient waiting while the bread is baking. This makes for a fine recipe of truth and charity in this life, so that one day we may all enjoy forever the heavenly banquets, and the kingdom of God our Father in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.